Mike Schilt, what are you doing? Uh, the, just exasperating the problem, I'm sure. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I tell you what, uh, Mike Schilt needs to slow that roll. And I, uh, I do mean slow that roll. The Locked On, well, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Moose Michaels. Uh, sorry again for another sporadic week of episodes. The other thing I forgot to mention, I think I mentioned this a few weeks back, is in addition to uh, my stepfather passing that exact same week, my wife and I also closed on a house, so we're in the middle of uh, moving and transitioning uh, everything. So this will probably be my last episode. Well, I mean, it's going to be the last episode of the week anyway, because it's Friday. And then starting next week, we will be broadcasting from my brand new home studio. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I'll take some pictures and uh, show it off to you guys, too. Anyway, uh, this uh, podcast brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friends, Trip. Just don't do it. Book your own. Hotels.com. And get rewarded basically everywhere. Be there, do that, get rewarded. Hotels.com. All right, well, uh, so let's jump right into it. The uh, tree. Well, the intro music. Let me turn that off. Now let's jump right into it with the three big things. Number one. So Mike Schilt, apparently uh, super uh, bummed about the fans' perceptions of the Cardinals. We're going to talk a little bit more about this uh, in our second segment. But the thing to remember is, guys, everybody listening, we're not giving them enough credit for that 20 and 10 start. Number two. Uh, so the Oakland A's rolled all over the Cardinals, even though Adam Wainwright had a fantastic outing, striking out nine and uh, really working it. Uh, you know what? If, if this is his last hurrah, I, I don't think we can complain about the results we've seen. And the trade deadline going to be here before we know it. July 31st, the only one. And uh, why haven't the Cardinals struck in? Why why are they waiting to make a move? Is, is there something about being too cool for school, about being the guy that says, okay, well, I don't, I don't want to be the first to blink. I don't want to be the guy that comes out and says, hey, you and me, let's make a deal. The Cardinals need starting pitching help badly, very badly. Uh, if you listen to the Lockdown MLB podcast a couple of days ago, I think now, uh, I was on there with Sully, and we mentioned this uh, a good little bit. This entire, the, the, the entire idea behind what's going on with the Cardinals all begins with their starting pitching. Yes, you got to get more out of Carpenter. I don't know why they're sticking at the top of the lineup. Fowler, I believe, should be there at this point. Feel free to disagree with me, but you've, you've got to change it up because Carpenter is going to be hitting under 200 by the All-Star break, the way things are going. Goldschmidt's bat's got to wake up. And I'm giving him a little bit of slack because this guy, we know he can do it, and we know he can do it at a high level, but it's a new environment. It's a new basically everything for him. So a little bit of slack for him, but... Overall, the Cardinals do have some glaring holes that they definitely got to fix. All right. 
namely the starting pitching. Carlos Martinez will be taken over as the closer, so that's not too bad at all. And uh, you still got John Gant and John Brebbia and those guys. But the starting pitching, and a lot of people are saying the Cardinals could be one of the teams that will be in on someone like Max Scherzer, which would make a lot of sense. I mean, he wanted, if you believe the reports, he wanted to be in St. Louis anyway. But at the same time, you know, do you want to get Max Scherzer now because of the what he was for Washington over the last few years? He's still okay this year. Is he going to be okay next year or the next? And how is that contract going to parse out? Because a lot of that is deferred over like a thousand years until Jesus' return. Max Scherzer is going to be cutting a check from somebody. Uh, I, I, advoc- I, I was an advocate for Trevor Bauer, maybe coming over to the Cardinals. You know, when I was talking to Sully, he mentioned Madison Bumgarner, which would be uh, a, a great get for the Cardinals. I know he's not the Madison Bumgarner of old, but still someone to provide some stability to the rotation, somebody to really kind of bring things back and uh, make things somewhat stable. Now, uh, if you remember, though, the Cardinals are on Bumgarner's no-trade list for really, and every contender is, I guess, because he wants to be able to negotiate more money or something to that effect. I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, Mo, we're waiting on you, man. There's a lot wrong with this team. And I get it if you are a little bit shy about stuff. Because, uh, you know, a lot of your past moves haven't worked out. The Goldschmidt trade, again, reserving judgment on that for now. But it hasn't worked out so smoothly yet. The Fowler deal is not looking good. The Brett Cecil deal is looking horrible. You know, the Carlos Martinez extension, though very affordable, he's not painting out the way you thought he would, right? You take a look at, um, what, Andrew Miller not working out. Who could have saw that coming, right? A lot of these deals, Greg Holland last year, just not going. So I know it. You know, you, you want to rely on your farm system. You want to rely on the guys you've already got because you want to be able to say that you can look within the organization and you don't need to make a trade. You don't need to go sign anybody. What you do need is to get your head examined because it's exactly what you got to do. You were two games out of uh, first place. As of... Uh, when I did that podcast with Sully, two and a half games. Now you're three. 40 and 39, just hovering right around the 500 mark. Milwaukee and Chicago just barely ahead of you. Mo, as awful as this team has been, you've got a chance here to really make a splash and jump ahead of these guys. At this rate, nobody in the National League Central is going to win more than like 87 games. I mean, heck, the 2006 Cardinals won the World Series on 83 games. It can be done. It can be done. I promise. I promise it can be done. So, Mo, let's make some moves, man. Please, let's make some moves. We're going to take a close look at the trade market uh, coming up on Monday, I believe, which will be July the 1st. All right, this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can catch us 
on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Brand new Himalaya Podcast app, too. We shall be right back. Welcome back to Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We're available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Everywhere you listen to your favorite shows, the new Himalaya Podcast app. Don't forget, too, this show brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Don't do it. Book your own with Hotels.com. Get rewarded basically everywhere. Be there, do that, and get rewarded with Hotels.com. Okay, so Mike Schiltz made some interesting comments uh, yesterday, and uh, the thing that stood out to me the most was his assertion that the Cardinals, and well, basically he and his team, they don't get enough credit for that 20 and 10 start in April. They're not being appreciated is what it sounded like to me. What it sounded like to me is honestly something my wife tells my little boy. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Mike, I like you, buddy. But that little comment right there showed me more than anything that you are not ready to be a major league manager. Seriously, if that's your attitude, if that's the attitude you're going to take with the fans, if that's the attitude you're going to take with the media, you you, you just don't even be there. You, you really, really don't. The comments were very, very poorly timed. And... Uh, Apparently, what set this all off is uh, he was asked if the Blues coach might be invited to address the Cardinals and Schiltz. I was like, no. Quote, there are parallels there. Look, they won a championship in our city. We want to enjoy and embrace it. I think the organic relationship that's already there with our players is probably the best way for it to happen. I don't need to ask them to trot in and give a five-minute speech about how they won the Stanley Cup. They've already texted and shared and celebrated with each other. Candidly, I'd like to think that some of the Blues players have used over the last uh, couple of years some of the experiences from this clubhouse. So there are parallels. You always study how teams won things in the end. I think it's a bit of a reach to say that we're going to mirror the story in a sense of where they were. Okay. Uh, dude. <laughs> I hate to say it because St. Louis will always be a Cardinal city, but right now it's a Blues city. Schilt goes on to say, our team has been struggling here for a while, but we're confident that we'll get going. The Blues are a great example for us. They got off to a terrible start to their season, but pulled everything together after being counted out. And they went on to win the Stanley Cup. That's inspirational. The Blues showed how it can be done. I'd like to think we're capable of doing the same. Well... I, uh, I I think he's getting I think he's getting a little bit irritated by the fact that the Cardinals can't seem to pull it together. Starting May 2nd, the Cardinals are 20 and 29. Still only three games out of first place. But again, Schilt says the Cardinals haven't received enough credit after going to a 20 and 10 start that they need more praise for making their base running and defense better. He went on to say that they should be celebrated 
her recent series wins over the Marlins, the Mets, and the Angels. And players should be commended for working hard. Okay. A couple of things real quick before I, I kind of get mad about this. You don't brag about beating the Marlins and the Mets and the Angels. Do you know what I remember about that Angels series? It's not that the Cardinals won the series. It's that the Cardinals fans were cheering for Albert to hit the grand slam off of John Gant. That's what I remember. The Marlins, who doesn't beat the Marlins? Who doesn't beat the Mets right now? What are you talking about? The Cardinals have a amazing tradition of winning. An amazing tradition of, of World Series victories. Just because you have that doesn't mean you get to look down your nose at the fans when the team's doing badly. You should be giving a proper response in terms of, okay, yeah, we get off to a 20 and 10 start. That was fun. The base running and defense has been better, but hey, we really got to get the starting pitching looked at. And moreover, we all know that Schilt is really just Moe's man. He's, he's a front office manager. So when he says those things, you might as well take those words and put them right in Mazaliak's mouth because that's what he's thinking. Mazaliak is thinking, we didn't get enough credit for this 20 and 10 start. We're not getting enough credit for the base running. We're not getting enough credit for the defense, which has been really bad over the last few years. Nobody cares if that's what you are improving if you aren't winning. I don't care if there's a defense first team on the field if you can't win. Because your defense obviously isn't good enough to prevent a series loss, is it? That front office, that manager needs to get it together. They need to get their heads out of the sand and realize that this team is still two to three players away from being a competitor. They need starting pitching, probably two pitchers. And moreover, they probably need to find another bat in there too. Not another Paul Goldschmidt, Mar Marcelo Zuna kind of guy, but somebody that can hit at the top of that lineup, but Fowler can't do it because Carpenter can't. And Cardinals fans are getting sick and tired of watching this trash Day in and day out. A series win over the Marlins, a series wins over the Mets, the Angels, and you want the fans to be happy? Give me a break. Get out of here and go back to being a bench coach in the minor leagues. <sighs> Got to calm down now. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of a Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, we'll see you Monday from our brand new uh, studio location in my new home. I can't wait. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm about to get out of here. Let me know what you think at Locked on STL on uh, Twitter and at Moose Michaels on Twitter as well.